Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com listen. Shopify.com listen. Hello, everyone. Helen here. Today, I'm here to tell you about Celine, a podcast recently launched on the RQ network. Step into Celine, a city cloaked in darkness and teeming with horrors. From evil headmistresses to murderous marionettes, black worm parasites, haunted hotels, and eerie sleepwalkers, meet the paranormal investigators of Needle Street, newly arrived to battle the encroaching malevolence. Inspired by Poe, Edward Gorey, and Agatha Christie, their adventures promise twisted mysteries and unforgettable characters. Immersive audio brings the city to life, blending dark humour with bone-chilling suspense. Join the investigators as they navigate Celine's shadows, where mystery and intrigue await at every turn. And now, you can experience the thrill of Celine in Dolby Atmos. So, search Celine wherever you get your podcasts. That's S-E-L-E-N-E. Or visit www.rustyquill.com for more information. Hello, folks. Helen here, voice of Azu in Rusty Quill Gaming. This is an advert for the podcast Anomaly. Anomaly is a TTRPG meditation podcast that takes you into a world of magic and fantasy. You'll be invited to imagine yourself in scenarios like learning to cast a tranquility spell or exploring a land once vanquished by a dragon, all connected by a shared mythology. The podcast combines the traits of a great dungeon master with those of a meditation guide, weaving tales of fantasy that stretch the imagination, while you learn to centre yourself, find confidence and relieve stress. Featuring the voices of Ruth Connell from Supernatural, and Todd Stashwick from Star Trek Picard, Anomaly is available wherever you find podcasts or at seekanomaly.com. That's S-E-E-K-A-N-O-M-A-L-I-E dot com. That's all from me. 
Enjoy your episode and take care of yourself. Hello again and welcome to episode 12 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast with me, your host and GM, Alex Newell. And with me today I have... James Ross, Bryn Monroe, Ben Meredith, Lydia Nicholas. And who are you all playing? Uh, Sir Bertrand Bertie McGuffingham, uh, half man, half man. <laughs> <laughs> A helpful introduction there, James. I'm <laughs> uh, <laughs> the halfling sorcerer, slightly more distraught than usual. Oh yeah. Uh, Zolf Smith, a dwarven cleric, three quarters dwarf, one quarter peg leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sasha Rackett, uh, human uh, and very sulky right now. Yes. Sulky, sad, sad, um, quiet, terrified. Wait, well, yeah, shocked, anxious. There's stressed a whole out. gamut of emotions. I've got a lot of emotions. Just going. generally not doing okay. You guys. can't tell though. Unexpressive face. <laughs> <laughs> So, just to recap what was happening uh, from last week, obviously the party were working their way through other London in search of um, details to do with the simulacrum, of which you found some pieces. And then, whilst under there, you got a little bit ambushed. Uh, we, we got beaten. We, we, we had our buttocks handed to us, I would say. Terribly. You, Absolutely yeah, terribly. You, you may have gotten a little bit rinsed. So many critical fails. <laughs> it's okay, because they got critical hits against you. It's true. Yeah. I mean, it, it, really, it, really was, it really was buttock after buttock after buttock. And it's like, I can't hold <laughs> so all many buttocks. buttocks. Yeah. So, so yeah, luckily it turned out that they weren't quite there just to kill you or anything. Yeah. Uh, led you away to... Uh, I don't think they would have been upset if that happened. Not really. They're not very nice people. And uh, you guys made your way to a, a building that Sasha recognised and didn't like, yep. namely the sort of headquarters of Barrett Racket. Um, yeah, did everyone else notice how they have the same surname, guys? Yeah. It's probably a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, yeah. Racket, Smith. It's yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty common name. Yeah. Smith, it would be like the village blacksmith. Racket would be the village tennis, tennis professional. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's perfectly logical. So anyway, yep, yeah, you made your ways up into uh, his office, had a nice little chat, made some friends. Had, had a nice brandy. little cry. Uh, and uh, Barrett gave Hamid, obviously, a, uh, a, a ring. Um, mm, of a mysterious ring which he, he was yeah. all too keen to put on mysterious ring <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what it does um, <laughs> is this the rest of the podcast now it's just it's in silence oh, and don't forget uh, Bertie's uh, got himself some brandy brandy I hope you added that to your yep I didn't brandy check. and Elin a bun basically I need to collect the ingredients for a whole picnic the campaign. that is a very good point I've, I've remembered that I've detected poison I did intend to use it on the brandy when we got my I, yeah so. I didn't see if it was magical or not <laughs> so uh, yeah you guys made it out of the compound got all of your equipment back yep. and were effectively just about to discuss what happens next obviously you've got the map as well don't forget that Sasha's been yes. able to read which it, I will be handing over to Sasha as yeah oh. I understand that it well I understand that it's another London map but yeah. I feel you know, very trusted. Darned if I can read it. Yeah. So, uh, I think that's everything, so we can just pick up where you left off. Yeah. Guys, I, you, I, can, I can show you to an inn. Like, but, but nothing is going to happen to us now that Barrett's got his eyes on us. We need okay. some, yeah, we need time to, to recuperate. Well, I don't know how... Down I think, that alley, I'm, a few floors down. Still bleeding quite a lot, really. Yes, I, yeah. I'm, I'm quite badly hurt Okay, too. yeah, I know. Actually, that's the point. How many potions have we got left? Uh, I've got one. Yeah, I've everyone got check your one. things. I've got, I've if, got one as well. If brandy is a potion, I have two. 
Yeah. Brand is not a potion. Everyone had one. Yes. Oh, I had I had two. At least, yeah. So I you had drank two. one. Yeah, so I think now I had two as well. We yeah, I had two as well, so now yeah. I'm down to one. Hooray. I need to rub that out. Oh no, I used a cure. I used, oh yeah, no, I, I used a spell. I used a spell. Hooray. Yes. Yeah, I think so. If I didn't, people could shout at me on the forum. Yeah. And tell me I'm wrong. Okay, so you've got potions. What's the plan? So let's just let's just go to an inn. We'll get can you can you I get can... a few floors down? Yeah. All right. I lead them down an alley to the side, mm-hmm. um, and then further down, which is deeper. I know into Barrett's territory, but it is thus more lived in. Mm-hmm. This is Barrett's uh, home. Is sort of on the edge of looking out on a no man's land that no one wants to cross. Um, whereas, yeah, it's a bit more lively down there. Mm-hmm. But I begin, I'm guessing, to see faces that yeah. I recognise. I might put up a, a mild disguise. Uh, give me the roll then and, and go for it. Yeah. I mean, it's just putting on my hat with different coloured hair. You know. Three! <laughs> you the wrong hair! It's the same hair! Yeah. <laughs> You've got a wig that looks exactly like your hair. It's so terrible at disguise. You've got a hat that looks like no hat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, it's, it's just a hat you, with you, Sasha racket. <laughs> you try, you try to, to make a disguise. You just put on makeup. Yeah, <laughs> I look all right. So yeah, yeah you, you try to disguise yourself as I you're walking failed. around. A lot of people start, you know, nodding, acknowledging Sasha. Oh my god, damn it! A, co- a, co- a couple of people say hi, quite friend- friendly. Yeah. Friendlily. Friendlily in a In a friendly fashion. That's the one. <laughs> Would they? Yeah, I get a, a couple of them of weren't them. friendly. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, there, there are some people who aren't happy to see you, but yeah. there's just as many who are. And this deep into sort of racket territory, yeah, things seem a bit more stable. It seems a bit closer to the markets um, up top to mm-hmm. all of the people who aren't from other London, uh, except a bit closer to that sort of balance between domestic and market, whereas the upper levels were you know, pretty much just market, really. These lower levels seem to be a bit more balanced between market and um, market and stalls. I take them to an inn. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the inn? Go. Uh, it's the, the, the Bloody Bulldog. The Bloody Bulldog. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's a good one. I like Ooh, that dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the sign is a taxidermied bulldog head swinging on a... Stand. It's homely. Are you sure this is the kind of pub we want to be? This is the nicest pub around here. <laughs> I'll take your word for it, I guess. This is the posh one. Oh. Heading inside, it's posh by other London standards. It's it's sort of there's still rushes on the floor and stuff, but there's tables. There's even glasses, not like metal tankard jobs, like actual glasses. The person behind the bar doesn't seem particularly aggressive or anything. They're huge. Like, enormous, enormous person to the point where you're wondering if this part of them isn't human because they're... Bertie size. No, they're a step above Bertie. They are massive as a person. All right, Greg. You're Sasha. It's, uh, complex right now. Is it ever not? Uh, tell me about it. So, uh, what are you drinking? I'll get the round in since, uh, you know, got us into this mess, so... Nice. Uh, Greg, the alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he, he reaches past... Four of the wa- alcohol. <laughs> yeah. he, he walks past four casks, uh, all of which are just numbered. One, two, three. Goes to four. Pulls out. Uh, puts some drinks in, some glasses. Actual, like, pint glasses. Puts them on the side for you. It's good to see you, Sasha. How's it been? Call it four. four. It is four. It ain't three. No. It's four. Yeah, he's gesturing cash. Yeah. Copper, right? Yeah, four coppers. Oh, uh, I'll push six. Thank you very much. Pleasure. 
thought he was talking about the number. Makes <laughs> <laughs> a four. Well done. Yeah. Well, and take one away. And now have a <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, he he just gives his glasses, gives a nod to Sasha, and then just stumps off the the one foot he can go on the bar. Right. Well, here's to uh, here's to progress. To surviving. Cheers. I guess we could use the luck. Yep, definitely good. Hey, quank. Yes. Uh, Sasha, it's fine. It's exactly what you expect. Uh, Zolf, it's it's vaguely reminiscent of Firewater that you you probably shouldn't have, but did have as a kid. Um, well, I mean, on a on a boat as well. Oh, probably like heavy drinkers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I just mean it. It brings up some old memories. Uh, ha- Hammer's um, reactions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got a constitution the... of 16. Oh, here's I... the thing, Bertie. With you, so you've, you've, you've gone from an inc- a very, very fine brandy <laughs> to what happens to very fine brandy if you sort of pour it into a puddle, then sort of pick it up with a cocktail shaker, shake it a bit, and then try and drink it. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> it's good, isn't it? It's strong. Yeah. Might need another then? No, no, thank you. Put hair on your back. <laughs> does, he want, does he really want hair there? That's <laughs> what they always tell me. Bet this tastes the same on the way out as it does on the way in. <laughs> well, if you drink enough, you find out. Mm. Um, I, I, I hate to be the, the one to ask everyone, but um, I know we've been hired to go after these people, but are, are we ready? I mean, that was like the first real fight we had, and... We got we lost we quite got, badly. We got caught unaware. Well, we didn't know. We saw them, me and Sasha. Uh, yeah, but how many of them were there? Like, did we clock them all? Maybe we were just overconfident. We've got a measure of what we can do now. I told you not to come down. We've been to worse places. Well, I've been to worse places. Nice. I definitely haven't. This is terrible. Look at this. You know, I mean, look. Greg's bar is pretty great. And look. Cheers, Sasha. It's all right, Greg. What's I'm going to say? I, I've got to say. We're mercenaries. We go. We are paid to go into dangerous situations. We can't shy away from from something just because it's going to be unpleasant. We've got a power on through and see how we can do. Now the pay for this one is significant, right? I think it's a difficult job, but we're going to be rewarded well. We can buy you hundred falcons on your hat. I mean, can we? Can, you know? can we do it though? I just there were. I mean, I'm, there were four of them and and two dogs and. And you know they took us all out. I just we, feel like we now, made a silly decision. We grouped up. We knew that they had bombs. We grouped up, and that that cast us. Next time, let's not do that. So we have. You think next fight we don't we don't s- stick together? No, but we. That sounds. Assess the situation. I've got to say, I dropped the ball on that one. I should have been ready. I'm the one with the shield. I should have deflected it. I didn't. I, I made a mistake. Next time, we're going to learn. We'll get stronger, and we'll keep going. Okay. Yeah. Now, Hamid, in in your darkest hours, when you feel the fear creeping up behind you, like a man who is perhaps maybe four foot tall, and you think, you know, maybe maybe death's icy finger is working its way up my spine, one vertebra at a time, and is just about to stick itself in in my ear. Just think of you know of 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 the money, of the massive amount of money. <laughs> You know, and, and I often find that for very comforting, you know. My dark, I will just think, I'll, I'll put myself in my happy place. You know, I'm there on a beach made of money. And uh, the, the money is gently lapping uh, uh, at my okay, feet. I'll, 
I'll try and keep the the money. In money. My, I, I mean, they seemed much better at, at, at ganging up on us than we were at ganging up on them. But we're look. We have got to do more of that. We haven't. Yeah, exactly. We haven't known each other very much. We don't know how each other fights. We will learn. And we have. We've been thrust into this a bit ad hoc. I'm going to say. But when we get through this, we can do a bit of training, do a bit of development. We'll be able to, you know. Like I'd be, I'd, honestly, I'd be reading about it. And um, there's some some manuals in there. I'd certainly like to learn people. more about how to fight people. I yeah. don't think I'm very good at it yet. Anyway, how we progress. So I can I I, I can sort you two out. Um, I need to sort myself out. I need to sort you out a bit. You all right? I I could do with a little yeah. bit of healing. Okay. Well, I'll see what I can do on the limited resources we've got. Tomorrow, fresh and fit, take a more cautious approach. Eels are good for fixing people. Greg! <laughs> uh, could we order in some eels? Oh, well, that'll cost you at least two each. Yeah. Eels no, all round? Eels are good. Eels are good. Eels are good. Eels, right. I think that's... Maybe in a nice pie or a quiche. Don't they get a quiche? wants a quiche. <laughs> I'm uh, not sure. If you can imagine a pie, but it doesn't have a hat. Oh yeah, that sounds well easy. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll give you an eel quiche. Right, lovely. Or, or just a pie. A pie <laughs> would be fine. No quiche. So yeah, eel quiche. Thank you very much. <laughs> can, can you just heads out from there? <laughs> All right. So. Yeah, and I uh, don't need to super go through it, but I will um, start off, I think, with Hammond. Mm-hmm. Um, just take you over to a quiet corner of the bar. Well, b- before... before I, I just have one other question. Yeah? Um, did any of you see what happened to my hands? Uh, no, I was on the other side of the... What? You I mean, mean, that bloke talking about the dragon hands. Did you get blood on them or something? It's fine. You get just, used just, to just, it. Just, 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 Hammond closes his eyes and sort of concentrates really hard and you can see sort of emotions flashing across his face as he's trying to remember how he felt. And it seems like a bit of a struggle. He's just sort of flexing his fingers. And then suddenly his hands turn into claws again. Ah! That is... That is messed up. That is is not... That's so useful. This is not... A spell I've ever studied. I don't understand what this is. Can you? Can it doesn't you feel like a spell. It's silent as well. He sort of waves them. He closes his eyes and sort of tries to wave them, not at anyone, just to try and shake off the claws. Waving and his own hands away. Yes, and, and they turn back into it's normal like hands ten again. Daggers. I've, I've got to say, um, that's a skill that I'm glad we now have. But, but why can I do it? You throw those magic things, Yeah, you're, right? you're the wizard. Isn't it all the, But this magic? isn't a spell I've ever studied. It's not a spell I know. I don't even... I haven't heard of this spell. Can oh. you do anything else? Can it's... you turn them into, like, opera gloves or something? Yeah. It's like I learned... <laughs> yes! <laughs> I cast Pressure Meditation <laughs> and well, whip out some dice but that's different. That is a spell. You heard my sounds and my movements. It's that's like, a spell. I learned to pick the claws are different and get like a blade in under Me- a window thing, and then that meant it was pretty easy to stab. Yuckish. <laughs> Boom! He just uh, dumps down onto the table four plates, each of which is clearly an eel pie, and he's just ripped the top off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll push. Um, Cheers, Greg. Ten copper over. Look. So maybe maybe you've earned the favour of a god. Uh, I stabbing god. Which god is what? that? The god of very firm handshakes. Well, you may be, you may, maybe, uh, maybe Ares. A bit lizardy for Ares. Uh, maybe. 
No. Have you got any enemies that might do it to you? Make my hands weird. Yeah. I, th- I think ultimately. Enemies no. are weird. What, what we should probably take from this is you can do that now. Great, you now know it. Use it to your advantage. Take it, roll with it. Yeah. Uh, okay. You You're out of your comfort zone. That's good. So, look, let's get you healed up. We'll have a night to reflect on it. And then in the morning, we can get going and, you know. Okay, okay. We'll, 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 we'll deal with it. Deal with it as it comes. Later. Maybe the ring did it. I, I mean, I was wearing the ring just now when my hands changed, yeah. and the ring stays on. Yeah, it changes size it to changes fit whatever size. Um, shape his hands take. Because it's changes a magical back. item. Yeah. yeah, all magical items. Oh, yeah, actually, I should point out for listeners. Uh, magical items in this world, part of their magic is that they fit you. As long as you're buying in the sort of right sort of category. Yeah. And like Obviously, if you're buying something for a tail and you don't have a tail, that's not going to work. But otherwise, just stuff, stuff automatically fits you. Maybe that's what the ring does. Maybe maybe the ring did it to you. The ring is no. causing your hands to go. It, it happened in the fight before I got the ring. It, Who knows? It's just a bit strange, but... We can yeah. find out when we're not in a pub yeah. well, in other London. I think maybe I'll, I'll look into it another time. You can trust th- th- Thanks, guys. So you know what I they say it. about halflings with big lizard hands? The freaks. Well, thank you for your constructive input there, Greg. Was there an end to that? Or? Oh, a big lizardy feet. I mean, could you do anything else? I mean, <laughs> could you do a flip? I mean... What? Right, so you've got these big lizardy hands. Can you change anything else lizardy? I don't think so. Well, oh. that's that. We'll have a think about it. Yeah. But, look, just come with me, I'll get you sorted out, and then we'll look at you two in the morning, okay? Okay. Um, I will use my obscuring mist and convert it into a cure light wound. As opposed to filling the pub with mist for no reason. I could do that if you want. Good quiche, Good quiche. Lovely, I think that's all I have. To None say. of the words that you've just used. <laughs> can you do it with level zero? Greg worked well? real hard on I don't this. I think I can, can I? What, with his hands? Oh, should... that's... Can I? Can you I? You can, should be able to channel positive energy on any spell. Oh, channel positive energy. To turn it to spontaneously convert it into a healing spell of the same level. Ah, yep. okay, brilliant. Uh, that makes my healing much better than I thought. I thought it was only level one spells. It's not. No, no, no. So, um, brilliant. I will. Are you sorted? Now? Yes. Brilliant. You're all done. That's all my hit points. Thirty. Come on. Oh, are you finished with the quiche, buddy? I am entirely finished with the, this. The eel pie is actually quite nice, I Excellent. think. Incorrect. Yeah, yeah. That's a bit salty. The quiche. The eel quiche is, is nice. But yeah, you should appreciate the effort Greg put into this. And onto the spell. I've just got to keep things moving. <laughs> yes, so. With you, I will convert uh, a detect poison through. Uh, you get eight hit points back. Lovely. I'm now up to nine hit points, so I've got four uh, Don't more forget to go. you gain plus one per spell. No, because it is. I'm casting it using a cost level zero right now. Oh, oh right, yeah, okay. you can't convert a zero into a level one. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. You have to convert a level one into a level one, a level two into a level two. Well, I'll convert three level zeros into three hit points for you. That's it. Yeah. Give him a day. God, that's right, tired. Okay, all right, fine. So in that case, I'm up to four hit points yeah. from my original yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. So, presumably you guys... I look expectantly at Zolf. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm out for the day. But, right. morning. So, presumably you are now all going to go hit the sack. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you get shown to your rooms. And they're on an upper floor. The stairs creak ominously as your uh, gracious innkeeper uh, shows you to your rooms. But, um, yeah, you guys go and have a decent night's sleep. Um, Hamid, I, I... give me a will save. 
Um, Eleven. Eleven. You have some slightly disquieting nightmares about your hands turning into independent things and coming for you and your friends, but uh, nothing... You, you still managed to get a night's sleep. Okay. Uh, so do, how many hit points do we go up overnight, um, if at all? You are looking at about your level. You're looking right. at your, cool. your level in hit points, really, so... It's not a huge amount, but the point is, is that it's going to take you a few days to recover yep. from a beating. Yeah, but yeah, you've yeah. got a cleric on board. Yay. Walking hospital with the tribe. So, yeah, you guys all wake up, yeah. come down, and uh, you get some uh, more eel quiche. Complimentary breakfast oh, quiche. Oh, very nice. And you notice here. that um, a few other people are staring at quiche a little bit worryingly. And uh, just from behind the bar, you get. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Greg. Appreciate it, Greg. Mm. Anyway, let's get you lot fixed up a bit, a bit more. So, Verity, come with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, brilliant. Get two of them. Uh, and it's worse than I thought, so hold your breath. Seven hit points back. Uh, I'm now back up to four hit points. Good. Excellent. And Sasha. I'm only a little bit. I mean, don't, don't You're not, worry, not too bad? I'm not, I'm not too bad. Alright, uh, we've all got potions. Um, I, I need one myself. Give me a second. I get my potions back, so way over, so I'm back on four, which is good. Cool. It's worth asking at this time, actually, what spells you prepared? So and it? what have you, if, have you converted any into a heal already? Yeah. Okay. All three of those. So, sure. Obscuring Mist, Sanctuary, and Summon Master. Uh, summon Monster 1, even. <laughs> summon Master, no, that's a summon very master. scary sound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do what I say! No, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, those, are, those are what I prepared, and those are what I've converted, and then I've got my level 0 spells, which is Detect Poison, Stabilize, and Create Water. Sure. Okay. Create water. Yay. I've learnt. <laughs> <sighs> um, well, he has to have some excuse to use his stepping stones. Right. So should we, we should we um, start following the map then? Yeah, I guess so. I think, ultimately, they probably think we've been taken out by Barrett's map. Yeah. So they probably won't be expecting us. And if we... I mean, I, I assume you're comfortable with, with going in ahead, because, well, us two, not the most an obtrusive lot. Yeah, I can I can look it all up. It's like so this map it'll take us a while to get there. Is uh three floors up a couple of heights around the back of some yeah, and then down again. Right, so we'll end up on roughly the same level. Just have to go up and down, wiggle around a couple of tunnels. But there's there's nothing I see that's that's big problem. You do notice that everything that you've said is true, but you will also be drawing near the Thames, Ooh. which obviously in Upper London isn't really a presence that people take into account anymore, but it looks like the place will be backing onto the Thames. You like this though, near the river. Good, good, uh, I can use that. Yeah, uh, might be an idea to stock up, stuff's cheap down here. Uh, don't know, the are worth their salt or money, I don't, yeah. Let's just, let's just head on. Right, see what you pick up on the way. Okay, so presumably you head out and start. Bye, Greg. Bye. It was nice to meet you, Greg. Here. Um, I hand him a silver piece. He kind of looks at it, looks up and goes, puts his giant bulbous finger up one second, goes in the back, comes out, and then he um, he disappears for a couple of minutes. You hear a clatter, a bang, and then he holds out four, like, uh, hankies that are wrapped up. <laughs> Cheers, Greg! Thank you very much, Greg. Grab Appreciate him. it. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Greg. Good seeing you. 
<laughs> and yeah, you guys uh, head out into other London again. So um, everyone had eel quiche to their inventory. <laughs> oh yeah, for goodness, for goodness sake, you can't forget your eel quiche. Eel in a bun, eel quiche. <laughs> eels, eels, eels. eels. <laughs> well, that and the white cabbage. So yeah. I tell you what then. Uh, why don't you describe the journey to us, lady? Right. Okay. Uh, so we wander for about ten minutes through the more flourishing sort of racket territory. Uh, you notice it might look a bit more friendly towards the centre of these large spaces because it's all sort of courtyards with stuff built over, but I am sticking to the wall uh, and you find yourself in quieter alleys, even though sometimes you're doing three sides of a square. Uh, we're, but no I'm, one bothers I'm, you. I'm keeping my eyes out a bit more aggressively than I was before to avoid more yeah. pickpocketing incidents. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I am, if anything... As careless as you've ever seen me, I know that the protection of Barrett means everything in these territories. Uh, so it's uh, about ten minutes of that through these sort of these small alleyways. Then there is a hike up about three grueling floors of slimy stairs, uh, horrendously drippy uh, mould on the walls. Uh, up those. Dirty body carries hammered for that yeah. bit. They, it's not fun for you guys, but I'm guessing that Zolf is just like, oh, yes, like the Bilgewater. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, just because I was a sailor doesn't mean that I like Bilgewater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so there's up, there's across, uh, there's uh, down again. I, there's one point where there's another of those massive gates that we used to come across, that we came across the first few times, and uh, I tell you guys to sort of kind of, right, we're out of racket territory. They've got, there's, a, there's an alliance here, so... We should just let us through. Wouldn't be surprised if he's even told them that we're coming. But from now on, stuff can go, stuff can go wrong. And round here, what can go wrong will go wrong. To chip in at this point, um, a couple of guards at one of those large uh, doors, um, again, which has the bolts, like you were saying. It's, it's a side, and the couple of guys there are clearly barrack guides. They show you through, and they gesture for you to... Um, go talk to guards on the other side mm-hmm. who appear much scruffier, mm-hmm. much less well-off and so on. And without a word, they sort of flank you guys and then mm-hmm. just start walking. At that point, I'm going to take a break there and then we'll rejoin it in a couple of minutes. Cool. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Hello there, I'm James. And I'm Alex. All the way from Rusty Quill Towers. Now, this August... That's August 2015. If you're listening in the future, then we're all dead and apes have taken over the earth! Ah, curse you apes! You are the source of most of my problems. Now, we're both doing shows at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival this year, and we'd love you, specifically you, to come along. My show is a stand-up show. It's called James Ross Lepidoptera. It's on from the 8th until the 29th of August, except on Wednesdays, at 4.45 at Globe Bar on Nidri Street. Um, now, it will be literally the best thing you've ever seen if you've had a very narrow life and an extremely limited field of experiences. And I'm directing a sketch comedy show with a group called Casual Violence. The show's called Om Nom Nom Nominus, and it's on at the Pleasance upstairs at 11.15pm from the 20th to the 23rd. If you like those nightmares where you run screaming from a monster only to realise it was actually just trying to invite you to a show but you didn't realise so you instead stayed home alone and watched reruns of Magic Roundabout whilst crying, then this is the show for you. It is the show for me. Yeah. So we hope to see you there and we hope we don't disappoint you too much if it's the first time you've met us. I am not going to disappoint you. I'm really impressive. You're a joy. Anyway, (laughs) with that, let's get back to the show. Let's do that thing. And welcome back. So, yeah, just uh, picking up from where we left off. Uh, you guys are getting shown through uh, an opposition territory, which is obviously much harder done by. And I'll tell you what, Lydia, you're doing a good job. Keep going. Uh, right, this this place is is scruffy. I noticed that the eels hanging from the stands are thin, wispy things without any good slime on them at all. Substandard uh, eels. Substandard <laughs> eels. Uh, there are a lot of very pale rats and frogs. It's, it's, we're getting it's getting wetter. Uh, and it's water bowls, if anything, like sliding through puddles. There's even rushes, like very sort of pale rushes under some of the lights. Stuff is growing, which sort of disgusts me, although <laughs> I don't let it on. Uh, yeah, we're moving through. I, I keep look at, I'm looking out for pickpockets at this point because these are, we are not under protection here. Yep. I'm guessing these guys lead us to the opposite, sort of like straight through. And then... Sure, um, so they lead you through their territory. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you make it, the buildings start petering away and it becomes very, very clear that no one's, no one's lived in this area anymore. And they lead you basically towards a part where it's, there's, there's still discolouring on the walls and things like that. And it's, it's very clear that you're beneath where the floodwaters once were, yeah. like very visibly de- beneath. And they eventually... And um, it's starting to get that way. There's not much unpaved stone, but most of the stone that you can see is buckled upwards. It looks like it wasn't made to deal with this kind of environment. The, the loose ones squelch when you step on them. Yeah, yeah. Like it's that, it, it has that. There's an awkward moment, which is always the case, where, uh, let's say, Bertie, walking along, puts his foot on one of those slu- slightly <laughs> flaggy stones, and it, it tips up, sprays mud. And he kicks uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, ugh. 
but they they stop and they just gesture for you to carry on and you see that it it starts to slope down precipitously and there's a couple of buildings but it looks like a bunch of buildings have tumbled down so there's lots of strewn stone and it goes uh, downhill for a while and you're looking out over what is now the Thames um, and there there's is still a roof over our head right? there's still a roof but it's very high up like you've been heading down and the roof has been more or less level mm-hmm. and it's in the distance you can see enormous enormous buttresses holding it up like really huge steel constructions and girders and so on and uh, heading down you um, sort of are looking out over this fetid Thames it's barely moving and it's it, there's still pieces of rubble in the middle of it where they've sort of fallen and been left to lie and it's very clear that all of London, both Londons are probably dumping into this. Certainly no one's using water for anything, if you can call it water. Oh, um, childhood swimming. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <coughs> most of the buildings on both sides of the banks are gone. You see a similar slope on the opposite side. But on this nearest side, you are looking down at what looks like a, a makeshift compound. Someone has sort of set up shop in a couple of the buildings that are still remaining. It looks like they've made fencing out of corrugated iron, things like that. You see a couple of guys with um, dogs are walking the perimeter of it, and there's a, a large makeshift gate. Um, you notice that the walls are on the three sides, bordering up to the Thames, but not not as high across the Thames. Like there's a nominal sort of like barrier, like a railing, but the Thames being so low, it's mostly like mud, like mudlark territory. If you know what I'm talking is it, about. Is it on it. stilts? Or is it yeah, it's raised, it's right. it's the buildings that are still there are still built in, mm-hmm. but most of the you see a couple of wooden structures in there are raised upon stilts, mm-hmm. uh, not really really high or anything, just enough to get them out of the muck. But we're not so, so we can just about see that, but they haven't seen that. Yet. No, you're you're a good like say 800 meters something like that, a decent mm-hmm. distance away where just through the haze you're looking down upon them. Uh, I hold a hand up and get everyone to crouch down. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, so that that looks like it. It, I mean, Zolf, did you, did you have a plan, or do you just want me to go in? We need to do proper reconnaissance so we know exactly what we're going on. Uh-huh. All right, I'll, I'll go down, I guess. Yeah, you guys have a lovely time back here with your quiche. Yeah, Nick. Yeah. No, um, take this time. as well. I'll give you the healing potion that I've got, right. so just in case. Um, I cast message so ah, that you can still clever. talk to us. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Uh, and I guess I sneak my little sneaky heart. Just, out. just shout, and we'll come running. Good luck. Um, give me a stealth roll to approach the compound first. Uh, Fourteen plus seven, twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yep. So you um, start approaching, and like you said, this is kind of old territory for you. As a kid, you used to spend a bit of time around here. It's certainly not how you remember it. The compound's fairly recent. Yeah. But nonetheless, you know how to navigate the area. You know, sort of bogs to avoid the bits that are quite shallow. <laughs> All of them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I melt into the stone like mould on a cake. You sort yeah. of, You at first, you everyone else can follow Sasha heading to uh, part of the rubble, and then linger for a bit, and then quickly move across, tr- trotting across to another pile of rubble. But quite soon, you lose her in sort of the haze and things. And she, well, there's a haze as well. Oh, just Great. a little bit. Um, I've Ew. just checked mess the spell message, and it doesn't have a long enough range to actually accomplish this. I was about. I was so about unless to say we move a bit closer, out of range incredibly quickly. But I don't think we will be able to get to a range where it's actually going to work. So I'll I'll say I'll sort of as you're moving out of the edge of range, I'll whisper that to you right. through the spell, so you know. I'll I'll, I'll say that's all right. I'm not going all the way in. So sure. yeah. you approach the compound. Mm-hmm. 
as close within reason as you'd like to with that stealth check. Yeah, so I, I think with that, like I am still maybe like 10, 15 metres away. Like mm-hmm. I just want to see how many guards they've got on. I, there's, there's no way I'm going to be actually listening sure. to their conversation. You see basically those two guards are on patrol mm-hmm. and they just seem to run a path from up to the river on one wall side with their dog, mm-hmm. up, across the gate, back down, around to the other side. It's just mm-hmm. a, a square compound. They cross each other at the gate occasionally, linger, maybe yeah. um, maybe share a bite or something. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> We've invented quiche. You see in one of the um, still remaining actually old build buildings mm-hmm. in the compound, lights are on and it becomes clear that the older buildings, people are only in the upper floors. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a shed which is on sort of stilts mm-hmm. and then there is a two buildings in there. Right. One of which has the lights on on the second floor, one of which which doesn't. I and there are people moving in the one with lit windows. I want to get right around it and see if there is any possibility of us swimming in on the Thames side, mm-hmm. possibly using some of Volk's Give me an magics. extra stealth check. Right. Eight plus seven, so only fifteen. Well, it's at least possible for them to discern you this time, so I'll give you an opposed roll. Okay, um, as you start to do so, yep. uh, one of the dogs just sort of, you know, the ears prick up the kind yep. of squirrel thing, and then the guy who's with the dog just, he stops. He doesn't seem concerned. He doesn't. He clearly hasn't seen or heard anything, but nonetheless mm. the dog sort of pricks its ears up and is definitely looking in your general direction. Right. You made it, say, halfway to the river at that point. Yeah. From there you can see that the mud runs more or less right up to that compound, mm-hmm. and it's clear that they've kind of just gotten a bit lazy when it yeah. comes to the fencing but you couldn't get any closer than that mm. without obviously the dog reacting yeah it's not even going to be easy to stab anyone at this point is it <laughs> I mean I can't with the dogs and everything I can't go right up to them and even throw something oh, stab it uh, right so I, I'm going to yep. hide one of the fire flasks inside an eel pie mm. Mm. oh that's brutal oh yeah. Uh, right. Uh, I I cannot see an easy way for me to sneak in if the dog is already aware of me. I'm not going to slip under that water and get in. Uh, so I'm going to come back and report to you guys. I'll get within message range, and and tell you. You may as well go the whole hog and just do the do the conversation. I'll role play it. All right. Um. Right. So it's uh they've got guards with dogs. Uh, I, I know how you feel about dogs now. Uh, and there's, but tell them that the, the thing's built right right up against the river and I think it's possible we could sneak in maybe under the river like maybe swimming or like if we did is, is there a fence on the riverside? yeah but like a small one a small one um, and we could maybe the, like the, the dogs and the guys like they're they're not aware, mate. We could we could you could shoot down one. There were big chunks where, like I said, they, they loitered at the gate to yeah. share food, so there were good chunks of time. We could, where we could do, well, like we could we could swim down, like and at the times where they're away from the river, we could come down on the riverside. Don't river know how you'd be to swim, but Zolf might be able to. Why don't you come back and we can we'll right. plan with Zolf. Okay, and, we'll, and Bertie. we'll accelerate time. <laughs> You sneak across. Astonishing, they don't notice me with my <laughs> brass band. <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you think we should do? What's the best way? To, should we break into the compound? Should we take out the guards? Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure. <sighs> that last fight, I'm not too keen to get just into another straight-up brawl. Um, I recommend a daring frontal assault. 
what I could do, I could throw I could throw the last thunderstone in, uh, see if I can knock them all out, and then go in and we stab them up. Do you know, it, was it only the guards you could see? Do you know if there are any, how many people there are inside? or There's lights on, there's people around, but it's... The only thing with the thunderstone is it would alert everybody. If we can take out those guards nice and quick... Yeah. Do you think we could lure them away from the, the fence somehow? Maybe. And, and take or take them out slightly further from the compound where their friends can't come and help? Yeah. Well, well I mean, were there any point they might call for reinforcements? So we could totally sneak down the river. Like, how fast do your stone Could we not just sneak go? through the gate? Through the gate? Well, if they both leave... They'll notice the gate opening from the inside. Well, perhaps, if I might suggest, if someone, uh, someone tall, charming, a very engaging personality, were to... Uh-huh. Talk to the two guards when they are clustered at the front, at the gate, thereby providing a distraction what are you for people who are better suited to swimming through filth <laughs> to approach the compound from the rear. We can we can get through. I mean, swimming through the river. You're more familiar with it, but uh, I can't with, with minus one swim. I don't swim. I can't swim too well. Assuming that Barry can't, we can't afford to have him take his arm off and put it back on again. No. So I'm, I'm not very good at swimming either. Yeah. So the the riverbank, can we traverse that, or does it back straight onto the water? Um, the there is a bit of a gap between oh. the water and the compound. Not much. It, it like I said, it goes sort of muddy, oh. and then after a small period of mud, you get to the actual water. So you could, I mean, it's it it looked like it would be tough work, like wading through mud. Do you do you spell people have anything like sleep that can knock out those guards? Nothing? Nope. Not like that. Um, uh. I think I still think our best way might be to just lure them away and, and see if we can I, like I, mean, it, I can try how? and well I, I could try and make friends with one of them. I mean that's a bit like Bertie's plan, but I, I have a spell that can do it. Really? Are you say my child would be insufficient? No. Good. <laughs> then we're agreed. I'm very charming. All right. All right. No, I think that's. that's yeah. If you've got something in your arsenal that can do that, then you let's give it sure? a go. Sure, Hamid, there's, there's two men and two dogs. If it goes wrong. We'll just have to fight them, I guess. Right. Well, I'll be I'll be right by you. You won't see me, but I'll be okay. right there. All right. Myself and um, Bracey will be waiting close by. Okay. Right. So, out of character. I want you to spell out to me what your plan is before I can start uh, running it through. I'll approach. I'll wait till the guards are not next to each other. I'm mm-hmm. going to approach one of them, cast charm mm-hmm. on him, and because I'll be a trusted friend, mm-hmm. I'll be asking him to cu- just come over here and mm-hmm. see this this bit cool thing I've found. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At which point, everyone else is going to jump out at him and yeah, lead him over to us. Not okay. How, over the head. Quick, quick question: How long does charm person last? Pretty decent length of time, actually. Can't we just like send him to go off for a hike somewhere and like take the dog with him? Like he'll get a bonus oh, yeah, to the save, a little bonus to the save, not to um, disobey an order that he's been previously given yeah. by someone. But it's certainly doable. If we, we could just send him off somewhere, like oh, he's off on an errand. Oh, you've got to go and get dog biscuits, <laughs> something like that. Is, is your plan to get into the compound, telling someone to go buy some headlight fluid? Something like that. <laughs> maybe maybe some uh, polka dot paint. Yep. <laughs> Left-handed hammer. <laughs> yeah. so should I try and do it to both of them? Should I try and cast the spell time. on both of them? Well, do you think you can? You're the one that knows how I it can works. try. I mean, not while they're next to each other, but I could do it on one, and then get them when the two of us could get the other one. Getting, getting yeah. rid of them. Yeah. The casting of two charms simultaneously is fine. Like they won't well, interfere with one another. Separate. 
combat rounds technically, but sure, sure. But all I meant though is that if you were isolating one of them yeah. and then got away with it, so that the other person's come back and there's no one there, yeah, yeah I mean, there's no problems. Uh, this is mostly for listeners. If you charm a person and then use another spell to charm another person, you could hypothetically use all of your spells to charm all of the people. Yeah. Um, but obviously, then you wouldn't have any other spells. Mm. Oh, also, while you've we're got a lot of people on your side. <laughs> for people at home, I have actually been. I did double check, and I've been mis- slightly misusing the way the clerics work. Um, I've got channel energy, which I can do a certain number of times per day, which is not the main healing thing. The moment I've been using spontaneous casting, which is actually better for the situation. But if anyone's going, why hasn't you used channel energy? Because I forgot I had it, but now I'm going to use it, so that's good. <laughs> Just for people like this person doesn't know how to play the query, and it's like, yeah. yes, <laughs> I do not. But I'm hurt, so, okay, so that's your plan then. Yeah. yeah. So presumably then, everyone who isn't Hamid is going to be positioning themselves in such a way to get the jump on someone. This yeah. is quite a long way away. Yeah. Is. Well, unless uh, my falcon's covered. Did you uh, did you notice anywhere the the, the we could we could sort of close by that we could? Uh, well, you won't like it. Up. I'm going to cut to Bertie knee deep in in a quagmire. Knee. Just knee. <laughs> Wait, just knee. Nasty, submerged. <laughs> Drowning in a quagmire. A little, no, little reed snorkel <laughs> <laughs> from from within. You can hear. <laughs> so he's knee deep in a quagmire with uh, everyone else positioned sort of we'll call it a little sort of hollow and with Zolf off to one side and with uh, Hamid um, suitably ready to sort of head off with Sasha obviously at the hollow as well mm-hmm. in which case then how do you want to approach Hamid um, well n- not stealthy because I'm going to present myself as a friend sure. I'll be sort of smiling and waving mm-hmm. and being like Kui over here <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, and when he, and when I'm sure he spots he's spotted me, I'll cast charm. So we'll we'll role play the conversation because you've got to get close enough because of the yes. range of that spell. Yes. You need it timed. Uh, nah. <laughs> Who's that? Kui. Hi, hi. It's good to see you again. Do you remember me? Oh my god! You have to Don't see. Don't come any closer. No, 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 you have to see the what, what's just around that corner. There's this weird. What? There's this weird statue. Listen, have you ever stay seen away, a statue? Right? It's of a falcon. Listen, right? it's you're really not listening. Exciting. No, no, no. Now trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Great, by the way. I cast the spell. Oh yeah, it's just a will save. Will isn't save. Oh, oh. What's the DC that he has to hit? I think it's only fourteen. Oh, he's just rolled the fourteen. Oh, not charming enough. No. You could do another one, but you'll be taking a penalty for yeah. doing it immediately afterwards. The guy just go. The guy looks at you a bit confused and goes. Look, look, right, this is your last warning. You no, come no. any closer and I will let the dog off. Look, just come, follow me and see. I'm going to turn and start, like, jogging back where I was coming anyway. Okay. And just try and tempt him into following that way. Sure. The guy, the guy... <laughs> like, I'm not moving very fast. No, I get you, I get you. The, the guy doesn't follow and then you hear him calling to the other guard, at which point... Um, the other guard comes jogging round. The two of them have a mud conversation you can't hear, just sort of keeping a, yeah. an eye on as you're heading off. And then both of them head off, following you with their dogs. So yes. they are now approaching the hollow. Uh, great. Well, when do you get back to us? Um, you've got a decent lead because he had to call his friend, wait for him to come yep. back. You'll have had to have presumably pretended that you fell down a bit, yes. and buy yourself some time. But you've got a you've got a decent lead on them, like a couple of minutes for you to prepare if you need. Right. Well, we're not aware. I no, no, I mean, we... once he gets back, you'll oh, still oh, have right, a couple yeah, of minutes. They're it. not loosing the dogs. I, I, I want to be hidden behind a rock at a point where, as they go past me, I can stab them in the back. That's totally the right thing I to do. I would make a slight uh, mechanical point. It's that once we've engaged, 
Because okay. if you start, they turn around and engage you, and you lose all of your rogue benefits after Aww. that first hit. But if you sneak up on them, and they're already being flanked, so you get yeah. the bonuses, and then you can still sustain. Cool. Because, so I'm not quite in the hollow. I'm actually a little bit ahead, mm-hmm. but like hidden round a corner, so um, that as you approach the hollow, I am behind you. Sure. Um, learning from previous uh, incidents, mm-hmm. I'm going to prepare myself holding two eel quiches <laughs> to try and tempt some dogs. Yep. Oh, no, just shaving cream pies, but instead of shaving cream pies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zolf Salt. and I are both carrying a large pane of glass across <laughs> the road at the bottom of a hill. <laughs> to me, to you, um, to, me, to you. To me. So, Zolf, um, what's your preparation? I am actually sort of like right behind the rock, mm-hmm. so that if they come round, I'm really close to them, um, with my trident. Sure. Um, yeah. And Bertie? I'm standing knee deep in a, a pool of waste at this point in my life. <laughs> uh, and and Ham has been calling out that there's a giant falcony statue. Oh my goodness, look at the falcony statue. Uh, okay, I start thinking about how I can bluff myself as a magic talking statue to <laughs> quite stupid guards. Well, who I assume are quite stupid guards because my character is a massive snob. So <laughs> can, I, can I prep that in any way? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm disguise? I'm, what is your disguise? I'll tell you what, you could disguise yourself as a statue. Disguise yourself if, as a statue. If, you have a hu- if, okay. if Sasha does it and she hurries, yeah, yeah. you can do it. Right, I'm, I'm, gonna... I'm afraid I'm already a few... Oh, I'm, I'm, she's I'm, already just toss, gonna toss him to... the disguise no, kit. No, Bertie's going to have to rely on have to do it. Go on then. Yeah, right, fine. Okay, a disguise. I've got plus one to this because it's a charisma-based disguise. Oh, go on. Yes! Best oh, actual wow. 20 ever. Oh, Amazing. Wow. Okay, right. I, I've got to close on that. I have to close yeah, okay. on that. You, you well, will. We're going to draw up this battle map <laughs> yeah, and we'll um, see you next week. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, you! Right, so uh, bye everyone. Sorry. Bye! Bye! bye. bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill. Or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. Previously on Rusty Quill. Previously on Bryn's introduction. Meat golems. <laughs> Maybe we should just leave some eel pies for the dogs. That'd distract them. Yeah, but then they probably wonder where the eel pies came from. Round here you get a lot of eel pies. <laughs> <laughs> what, just, just, just going spontaneously out of the riverbank? It's not pie. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that in character. <laughs> Did oh. you ever use your eel? Like, because he no. threw his eel. You still got I've your still got eel. My, my eel remains unthrown. <laughs> it's significantly the worst for wear. Is it an untossed eel? It is an untossed eel. It's a holstered eel. I've got holstered it, eel. I've got, it, I've got it tucked into my my bandolier. <laughs> Just flopping around. Just, that's all it's doing. It's, it's, it's there wiggling to strap my opponent. The mustard has got I think, I think I'm going to have to play an eel-based character next time. And we'll have to wait while Bryn explodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, is that, um, honestly, Bryn is I think, purple. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> it was the floppy eel getting mustard everywhere. Yeah. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne and host of Enthusiasm. Today I'm here to tell you about Divisor, a podcast on the RQ network. Divisor is a dark science fiction audio drama with elements of horror from Harlan Guthrie, the mastermind behind the unsettling and addictive series Malevolent. In this immersive tale, we follow Sun, a young man who awakens aboard a spaceship bound for Earth on a mission to recolonize a desolate planet. However, Sun's journey takes a sinister turn and he discovers unsettling truths about his world and himself. The entire series is available for you to listen to right now. So, search for Divisor, that's D-E-V-I-S-E-R, wherever you listen to podcasts, or visit www.divisor.ca or www.rustyquill.com for more information. That's all from me. Enjoy your episode. 